0: Hold up, they don't love you like I love you. Slow down, they don't love you like I love you. Back up, they don't love you like I love you. Step down, they don't love you like I love you. Welcome to Dating My Mates, the podcast with me, Katrina E. Lawrence, a podcast where I would usually fire my arsenal of questions, usually reserved for poor, unwitting dates, at one of my mates. However, this time round for Series 4, there is a change in the format. So every other week, you will be getting the usual, hilarious, insightful gorgeous guests that I have on. But when I'm not interviewing guests, I am going to be your agony aunt. Since being away at the end of series three, I've been very busy indeed. And I am now a coach. Yes, a football coach. No, no. I'm an insight coach. So I help particularly with boundaries, healthy dating. At the core of all my work is attachment styles and I help people to make and break patterns in their life, generally, or dating. Everybody wants dating. That's what we all want. We all want to know how to be successful in love and shagging and stuff like that. So today, I'm going to open with an agony aunt edition. So on the Dating My Mate's Instagram, I ask people to write in with questions. So I'm going to be answering them. Some of them are going to be on this episode and some of them are going to be on a patron exclusive episode. So the way to sign up to the Patreon is patreon.com forward slash dating my mates. So you would get the usual back catalogue of all the other extra episodes for the last series and then you also get all the extra episodes for this series, including extra Patreon-exclusive questions that I ask the guests, and then you also get all the other questions answered as well. Now, I'm feeling generous, and I've decided to give you the Patreon-exclusive episode for this series for free. So just go in, have a rummage around, and there'll be the More Than Friends, which is what you will be if you are a Patreon-member exclusive episode, go and have a listen, see what you think. If you like it, visit patreon.com forward slash dating my mates and get a shitload more of them. One every week, man. One every week. If you visit dating my mates, one word on Instagram, you can DM and send in your questions and I will answer them all on the podcast, on these Agony Aunt Cat editions. There's also a link on there to my page, Catastrophica, where I'm going to be putting out content for you, just generally about relationships, attachment styles, things like that. So the questions this week that I've had, one super fun date, then ill, then got bad news and forgot. Do I still pursue? I keep falling for guys, then getting the ick. Why? That was me explaining how it was written, not me asking them why. I keep dating guys who seem interested, then ghost or lose interest after date three. And finally, scared to have sex. It's been so long. Thanks, lockdown. Okay, let's get stuck in. So, number one. One super fun date, then ill, then got bad news and forgot. Do I still pursue? No. Next question. (laughs) Um, So, I think that we forget when we're dating people that actually the way that we act when we like someone is, is generally across the board the same. In terms of if you like someone, you are going to make time for them in your life. No matter how busy your schedule, you will, you will carve out time for them. And people that you're into will do the same as well. They might be really busy, but they will prioritise you in some way when you're open and you like someone, you make it happen, basically. Everyone does. And if they wanted to see you again, they would. Now, it might be that they do want to see you again, but actually at the moment, they don't have the capacity for that. So either the bad news is something that they don't want to go into because it's really quite harrowing and it's private to them and you've only been on one date. If so, they might need time to go and do that. You don't know what that is. Or they could just be lying because they don't want to completely ghost you or just be straight up with you because they're a fucking pussy. So they're finding it a medium. Don't pursue. When we get that sense of urgency around needing to know what someone's thinking, needing them to get back to us, that's never coming from a good place. That's coming from an anxious place where we're feeling less than. We need them to validate us. Rightly so, with an answer, if we're not getting that, that's a message. Not saying something is saying something. The key thing here is your use of the word pursue, I think, which immediately has connotations of you chasing. So if they've got a lot going on, and then they have the capacity to open up their world to you and date you, they will. There's, no good gonna come of you feeling like you're pestering them, or actually pestering them, yeah, if they like you, they'll fucking text back, they'll get in touch when they can, and someone not liking you is not you not being good enough, like, fant- look, it always comes down to Beyonce, all right, if Beyonce can get cheated on by Jay-Z, I've said it before, she then made lemonade, boy oh boy, one of the greatest albums of all time. She really did make Lemonade out of lemons. And it's all about compatibility. If they were just not that into you, in the words of Sex in the City, that's quite a nice thing. It's like, cool, let it go, move on. See ya, next. So what you need to do is go back on the apps or go back out, however it is that you're meeting people and get a cross-section of people to be dating and be interested in. I think particularly when people have an anxious attachment style, they can lock on to one person. And it's really important to push against what we're used to doing. And, you know, now is the time for fun. Everything's opening back up again. There's loads of fit people. I think we forget that. Our world has been so small and teeny-weeny. And as soon as we find someone that's vaguely attractive and maybe a decent snogger and they're all right, we're like, oh my God, this is the person. Because we're all craving intimacy. The single people want that. So just remember that you deserve someone who is going to validate you and what you need. And I think in the early stages, it's about, you know, it is scary and we are on the back foot and we don't know what the the style of communication is. It might be that you speak to them a couple times a week. It might be that you check in every day or every other day. It might be that you're messaging them a lot. So you are too good to be pied off again and again. Okay. Go and find someone who is on your wavelength, who you fall into the eyes of over a pint of beer. Or whatever your tipple is. And, uh, yeah, just kind of try and forget about them and distract yourself. And it's a healthy distraction, I think. If you're dating, you want to go on dates and meet new people. And we all have to kiss a bunch of warty toads before we find the one that we're like, oh, no, yeah, you're cool. So, no, don't do it. Next question. I keep falling for guys then getting the ick. Why? Oh, you're moving too fast, and I don't think it's right, is my guess. You're moving too fast. You are not giving the relationship time or the dating. You're not giving the dating phase time to breathe. You're not waiting to find out about how someone acts when they're annoyed, angry, or just having an off day. So if you're going straight into sleeping with them on the first date, texting loads, it being really intense, you've kind of put them on this high, this pedestal of fun. And as soon as they come off that, then you're off that ride. You're like, oh no, that's a bit too real for me. I don't like that. Might also be that you're an avoidant. Avoidance, fucking love any excuse to run away from intimacy. Anything that's a bit too real, anything that you feel takes away your autonomy or your independence when actually it's just intimacy. And part of intimacy is learning the gross things about people and accepting them anyway, because by that point you've built up a foundation where you really, really like each other. Now, this is not me about slut-shaming people and saying, oh, don't shag people on the first, second, third date, whatever. But what I would say is if this is a pattern, then you need to undo that pattern and do the opposite of what you're used to. So calm down the, if it's quite like intense messaging, calm that down, you know, really spread out your focus in terms of being fulfilled in other places, be that Work, stuff that you do for fun by yourself, friendships, so that you're not all in on this person. I'd be very surprised if going too fast isn't the reason for this. Um, Obviously, you also need to look at the type of people that you're going for. And I don't mean just aesthetically speaking, I mean at the core of these people, what trauma has gone on in your life, because it always is, is something from childhood that is making you gravitate towards these people? Is there a part of you that either feels comfortable with knowing that then there's never gonna be a place for this to go? Or perhaps you feel you only deserve to be treated a certain way. So my advice to you is that you slow it down and you do it at a pace that feels almost painfully slow. So you meet people once a week, you communicate a little bit in between, and you just really, really get to know them. Because then if you build that, an honest connection with them, when you catch them picking their nose out the corner of your eye, or you smell a fart and you're like, there's no one else in the room, it's definitely them. Or they say something that you're just like, oh girl. If you really, really like them, then it's going to be fine. The other thing that you need to be aware of is when we hold people to such high standards, that's how we hold ourselves as well. We are so aware of how others perceive us because we think we have to be perfect. So there's also an element of that which might be ring true for you, which is that if someone falls off that pedestal that you built for them so easily in your mind, that's going to kind of, at your core, you're going to be scared that that's what is going to happen to you, so maybe that's also partly the reason that you're running away at the first sign of ick, (laughs) is that you're protecting yourself, because you feel your visceral reaction to them just being a normal human, and you think, fuck, if that's how I'm going to be interpreted, then I don't want to fail, I don't want to be seen as less than this kind of bravado that I'm putting out there. Everyone's guilty of putting on a bit of a front when we first start dating someone, but it's, you know, letting those walls down over time. The other thing is, you might just be going for absolute knobheads. (laughs) You might just be attracted to fucking dicks. So what I would suggest is, have a real think and unpack what it is about these people that you are so drawn to. Is it just that you want a fit person on your arm? Is it that you like people that are a bit distant? Is it that you like people that are really intense? Is it that unless they're self-harming over you, you don't feel that they like you? (laughs) Like, you maybe look at... Did you hear my tummy rumbling then? Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Sorry, my stomach is rumbling like nobody's business. Obviously has something to say on the matter. It's just my gut. My gut is tuned in to what you're saying um so yes these are options (laughs) for you to look at but whenever a pattern occurs in your life uh, you are the common denominator in some way there is something going on there whether you like to admit it or not and it's worth searching for what's going on there but my main advice is wait to put out check if you're going for really emotionally avoidant people or very intense people, because I think it's probably one of the two, and the best thing about dating is like, eek out that really fucking romantic bit, eek out the kind of, it's all, that flirting, and snogging, and it's really exciting, the quicker that you go into the relationship part, the sooner the monotony happens, and if you don't have, like I said, that real bond of love running underneath it's gonna get really boring and you're just gonna end it so that is my advice the next questions i'm going to be answering on the patron so if you want to know the answers to i keep dating guys who seem interested then ghost or lose interest after date three tune in (laughs) also scared to have sex it's been so long thanks covid or thanks lockdown so, that's it. These are going to be shorter episodes. Obviously, the more questions you send in, the longer they will be. But you are going to have your big, long, juicy couture length episodes. I actually saw two girls in juicy couture, tra- couture track seats yesterday and I wanted to take a picture of them. And it reminded me of when I used to go out and I was absolutely fucked off my face. I would um, tell people that I was taking pictures for like a fashion magazine. (laughs) So on my old phone, I've just got reams and reams of pictures of people that I've just taken on nights out. Fantastic. So if you want to know the answers to these questions, just visit patreon.com forward slash dating my mates. Now, if you have questions that you want to send in, send them on in. Just go to dating my mates or one word on Instagram and drop a DM, slide sexily on in slide in to my DMs, the DMM DMs, and uh, yeah, get all your questions answered, I'm well excited for next week's episode, it's going to be a goodie, Uh, so yeah, every other week, and let me know, give me feedback on the new format, what you think, and uh, kind of been shitting it for this, hope you enjoyed and uh, yeah, I'll be back with a an interview next week, and then another agony aunt the week after. So if you've got questions that you want answered, get them in, guys, and I will answer them then for you. All right, loads of love as always. I massively appreciate all of you listening. It means so much. Please share with anyone that you think would enjoy. And uh, ciao for now. Should we have that as yet? The the, the 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 what's the word? Goodbye. Should we have that as the goodbye for these agony aunt ones? Ciao for now. God, that's so gross. If anyone wants to suggest a goodbye, you're more than welcome.